Hello from a actually 8 a.m. this time. Uh, it was originally at 10 or 11, but then I realized, hey, you want the sooner I can record with uh, Miss Jania Villapina uh, here, uh, it would make it easier for my internet, which sucks over here in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> Texas. Because I actually had two beauty bloggers today. And one that's coming okay. in a little bit later in the afternoon. But if I did it at like 10 or 11, because uh, every time I upload or record, like say it's an hour long, it takes like three hours or four hours to get done. And I feel right. like here, this is going to allow me to get this out and then the other thing out on the same day. But uh, yeah, how are you, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm just sorry. Hello, hi. Chase Ponce Podcast. Yeah, Ponce Rose, yeah. Got Janina Filipina in the house here. Yeah, who is a pretty big uh, beauty blogger. I mean, at least for on Instagram, you have almost 90K followers. And then on Facebook, I think you have a page that's around 1,000. That's a lot of people looking at your stuff or looking at you specifically. I guess so, yes. Um, I do. I have almost 90K. Um, I did lose a few people when I posted, like, um, Black Lives Matter. Yeah. That's a whole other yeah, issue. But um, I do. I almost have 90K, but it's kind of like you wouldn't think I had 90K because my engagement is not that good. So I don't know what people follow me for <laughs> if they don't engage. I don't know. It's pretty weird. Well, I could say that on Instagram, it is actually the easiest out of all the social media platforms it's the easiest for uh, models specifically i mean there's this whole thing about instagram models people making a living off of modeling on, on instagram which i mean if you're close to 90k you are kind of in that step where this could be your everyday job but i mean i assume that's probably not your everyday job at least right now no, not right now. I have gotten a few things on Instagram, yes. I will say that. Yeah. Um, but no, that's not my everyday job. I do own a business and I am a nurse, believe it or not, in real life. <laughs> yeah, you were just telling me like how stressful it was. Well, I mean, not really stressful. I was good to at least breathe from something. I guess that is from working uh, through for as a nurse uh, and that that must be that must be a lot i mean especially with covid-19 and and hospitals at least over here in texas hospitals are already out of max capacity and uh you know they're having to transfer i mean how is you being in california how's that situation over there actually on the east coast on right east coast, now yeah. i moved from california to the east coast yeah, how how is COVID nineteen over there? Uh, in my state, it, the infections are rising, um, so our hospitals are actually almost at capacity. So it, it's it's getting pretty bad. Um, a lot of people are just for some reason people don't think it's real here. They they don't want to walk around with a mask. So it's just putting more and more stress. I feel like on healthcare workers and just on people in general. So. Yeah, and how are you feeling? Right, I mean, you being a nurse, you're like in the middle of the action, so it's it's probably tough for you. Right. Um, I'm actually an endocrine nurse. Um, my my early nursing career, I spent on the floor, which is med surge, but would deal with COVID nineteen patients and stuff like that. But 
I'm actually into print nurse, but because all of our nurses were either getting sick or calling out or just stressed to the max, they pulled all of the clinic nurses, which would be me, down to COVID units and stuff like that in order to help. Because at this point, we need all capacity. So we went down in like waves, and I was the first wave. Um, it, it was just it was just a lot. I was not only terrified, scared to death. Um, I've never been a person to really have anxiety, but I started having like anxiety and all kinds of things. Um, all I can say is, you know, take it seriously because it's it's real. You know, it's real, and a lot of people want to think that you know it's a conspiracy and that. You know, it's not really killing people, and it is. It's a real thing. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm just rejected Fourth of July, and and someone was like, "Hey, why don't you just go out and make memories with your with your niece instead of uh, worrying about political nonsense?" And uh, I mean, me talking about the reason why I'm not, I decided not to support Fourth of July was because of the rise of COVID nineteen and racism, right. and how none of that is or, well. I wouldn't say 0%. I mean, uh, we had New York. They had their first day with zero deaths. And then uh, there has been some positive changes that have happened out of the rise of the Black Lives Matter movement. I mean, for one, it was about to be scary considering we uh, people protesting almost had the military on them. And that, because these peaceful protests have kept going, I mean, we have seen some changes now i'm not saying that racism is over definitely not and all that bad stuff is still there and yeah COVID 19 we haven't even reached our peak on the the masses of it but there has been things that have kind of as you, you said uh wearing a mask and social distancing someone i think it was a health official from california or maybe it was from somewhere else but they just said that hey if, if we have a mask cooperation of wearing masks and staying six feet apart not going out to social gatherings or anything for a, at least a month then we could see a dramatic drop in these cases and we could maybe control this before the vaccine comes uh which we don't know when that happened uh, i mean i don't know if you have a prediction on it but people are saying uh it'll be in the middle of 2021 summer or fall or and one's being optimistic, hey, we could get it done by the end of the year. Uh, I mean, you being a nurse, you I'm sure all that information has probably been uh, given to you. Even though you've been moved down to another uh, part, I mean, that's still that's still your main work uh, job. And okay. I'm sure you've been told all this information. I have. We yeah. have. We have meetings daily about things like that. But as far as the vaccine, no, I haven't... Um... They haven't really reached a, a date yet when it would be out. So, I mean, all I could say is, you know, I said, take it seriously. I see people out here, they're partying. And I know it's summer. I get it because, you know, me too. I feel like I'm going stir crazy in the house. I have a 14-year-old that can go out, <laughs> you know. So, we're it's me, her, and the dog, and we're going crazy in here and when we're bored. But, I mean, I feel like people have been going out and partying and doing stuff their whole life. So the point that they can't just stay in for a few months is just it's it's incredibly insane to me. Yeah, and now we have the the thing the subject of schools and the fact that you have a daughter that's also probably a thing that 
you, you know, having to think about where schools are having to forcibly reopen or else they get cut and fucked on, or, <laughs> oh my gosh, I almost <laughs> spilled and said the F word. And by the way, I'm not a someone who curses. So <laughs> no, no, I... And I don't want to like keep going on this because the, the my purpose of doing these interviews with diverse people of color, amazing men, uh, men and ladies of color, uh, is to make them feel good about themselves and put put a moment where hope is not lost. Uh, I mean, I did see the video where you said that you were. I mean, I saw some of your videos on your uh, YouTube channel, and one of them where you did kind of uh-huh. talk about that you were a nurse, you having to be uh, home all day, but. You know, I, it's not something I want to go on, but the fact that you are a nurse, it is something that, you know, has to be brought up. And especially being a mom, and now school's happening next month, possibly. Now, what I will say is that I just saw, at least from Texas, our governor is saying that for now, the first three weeks are going to be, schools are going to be going online and not going in person. Right. And right. they have not said whether or not that's going to continue through the rest of the fall or it's just going to be the first three weeks and then you're going to have to uh, go inside. But I think I think they're just it, it's slowly getting to that point where they're just having no choice but to close down schools and then hopefully not having to cut funding. I, I don't know how next month is going to turn out, but I mean, yeah, I right. bet all of this has probably been over your head or not or just something you've been thinking about a lot being a nurse and i'm sure that job is very tough for you right now but i will say is that you are a you are a hero for what you do and i think thank you very much you i know you put on your profile that you're a bad guy but i'm like i i I don't know about that (laughs) i don't know you're that bad if you're helping saving lives that doesn't seem like what bad guys do but I'm sure that's not really right. taken seriously. Or I, I, I know uh, you like to have fun and joke, uh, which, I mean, is good uh, to kind of, you know, try to keep a smile on people. And, right. Uh, I mean, so I guess that transition to what you do as a creative, which is being a beauty blogger, making all these makeup tutorials, and also doing all these photos. Some of them are also adult. Uh, and I, <laughs> I don't... Mm-hmm. Exactly. But, uh, yeah like how so what do you think what do you think got you to 90k or did this so many people um you know what uh, i guess it's just like you said maybe it's easy to just uh follow um instagram models i don't i mean i've gotten a few sponsorships and things on instagram but i don't really consider myself an instagram model i just consider myself kind of like a um i call myself a self-proclaimed california misfit I love fashion. I love makeup. It's just part of what I like, what I do. I like to be edgy. Um, uh, everyone that knows me calls me the bad guy just because it's just I'm into like kind of punk culture and things like that. So, um, yeah, I just feel like um, I honestly, I don't know how I got to that many people. I've only been on Instagram, I think, about two years. So it didn't take that long. Wow. Right. It, it, and I'll say is that, uh, well, my main podcast is about entertainment. We talk about movies and, and video games and TV and, and nerd stuff, all that crud. That <laughs> I like just mentioning that to 
people because I, I mean, I'm, I'm doing this with people regardless of what their profession is because I want, I want this to be a exemplify that you can support creatives of color, you can support uh, people of color, women of color, and not having to leave your house. And I think doing so is that I, I think every profession is important and especially fashion considering that as you said people shouldn't be going out so what's the point of looking nice and uh, looking all pretty when I mean there's not really a place to go out to uh or I'll, yeah like like how do you even work around that for now I know you started before COVID-19 so I mean I'm sure Nobody really expected this to be as big and dangerous as it is. So, I mean, yeah. Oh, of course not. Of course uh, not. I even launched my business in May during the whole thing. My business is only two, two, three months old, and I didn't expect this at all. So, yeah, definitely unexpected. So but I, I feel like yeah. with fashion, um, like you're saying, a lot of people don't have anywhere to go, and that is true. But, you know, we're bored, we're stuck in the house, and I feel like people also want to consume that. It's also really big on YouTube. Just um, YouTube has had a surge and an uprise in, like, just people consuming all kinds of content. So I feel like, um, as a creator, I just like to put things out there and um, let people watch, let people see, you know? It's what I want to watch, what I want to see. I mean, when you watch all of the Netflix, <laughs> what else can you watch? Yeah. You know? yeah. And I, I, yeah, I mean, entertainment media has been consumed more so than ever because people's being stuck at house, people being out of jobs and, and, you know, all that bad stuff has been going on. But it, I mean, it has on the, on the glass half full or glass half empty, whatever's the positive side, uh, <laughs> it has allowed creatives to be seen more and i'm sure especially with uh you know black lives matter that all creators of color have received some level of spike i don't know if that is the same with you but um Um, as far as like being more visible because of black lives matter yeah um I i feel like it's about the same for me um as far as my business goes i feel like that has really elevated my business because I know um, the exposing of different businesses and clothing lines not really giving a hell about black businesses. And so people, I feel like people are starting to realize, not only the black community, but people in general are starting to realize that we have a lot of power, you know, with our wallets, with our voices, and we're getting things done. And, you know, this whole cancel culture, um, you know, I'm not... I mean, I participate in cancel culture sometimes, but you know, I'm not a big fan of cancel culture because, I mean, I feel like if uh, cancel culture really existed, you know, your favorite people in Hollywood still wouldn't be making as much money as they do. But anyway, that's another conversation. But um, I just feel like, um, in terms of my business, yes, um, a lot of people have been like retweeting and sharing my business as far as like you know the Black Lives Matter because like I said, people are are voting with their voices and their wallets and trying to push other, you know, Black-owned, especially Black-owned small businesses. So I feel like that has um, helped me um, with my business and kind of get my business out there. But as far as my YouTube videos and things like that, I feel like I'm still getting the same amount of views 
as I have been getting. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, I actually, you do make a point because, uh, I mean, yeah, even though we can't go out anywhere, there is... I mean, there, there are people still just, like, putting on makeup and, and clothing for fun. And then, I, I mean, oh, yeah. I don't know how... I don't know the whole thing about online dating and, and some other things. I mean, there's all these little ads about... Uh, these little joke ads about people having these online datings... Or online dates now with code and everything. And then the guy yes. uh, is like, you know what, I, I got this now. And then he just uh, goes up and then... You see his uh, lower side, and he's got just boxers on. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've watched a few of those on YouTube. I think they're very <laughs> interesting. Some Zoom dates and things like that, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, maybe people want to dress for, I mean, still even at this time, but it's also, like, for those who look down at people wearing boxers, it's, like, it's kind of a normal habit for us. I mean, when we're at home and we're just with our family members, we don't think about pants or makeup or anything. I mean, I mean, but that's the thing, is I'm not someone who's explored online dating, and that's not something I really want to pursue or anything, but, I mean, yeah, I guess... There are occasions for dressing the occasion or dressing the occasion, and then you know some people are trying to work around this thing and still hang out by doing these social distance hangouts. I don't know how they turn out, to be honest. Uh, I mean, it's nice that people are trying to find a way to still socialize and hang out with each other while trying right. trying their best to, uh, you know, work around COVID. But I feel like the safest thing to do is just not even do it in person Uh, true true and that is becoming our new norm to be honest um um, like i said i did the first wave of helping out with the COVID 19 patients and now the second wave has gone down there so now i'm back at my clinic and we are literally calling people um every day that had scheduled appointments to the clinic because you know we're trying to avoid the face-to-face thing so now we're doing um zoom calls and um phone appointments for people so it's becoming you know a norm yeah and uh i mean it's becoming a norm because this this will unfortunately be here for the rest of the year and i know there are people are still hoping on it being over in a couple of months i mean i I have people i have to tell them that no this this is not going away and things haven't peaked yet there are still, in here in Texas, there are still events, public events, that have not moved their, themselves out of 2020 yet. Because they still believe that they can make something work. There, There's like one happening in November still at this time. And they're like, you know what, it'll be fine by November. We got this. And they're saying that, hey, we just have to tell people to social distance. And I'm like, okay, that's good. But how are you going to be strict about that and make sure that will consistently happen? But I mean, if you if you were to have this put on mass and social distance while you're here, then I mean, you aren't creating that environment people are used to in these events. And I don't think they're going to adapt to that because I just think as humans, we are we succumb to being in close encounters with people, touching people, hugging people and I don't know how that's going to work out at a convention, if, if possible. And the fact that they these events that are still going with 2020 don't take the virus that seriously mm-hmm. does make me concerned. 
Because, I mean, for oh, these yeah. set events that have not canceled yet, I've looked down their pages. They've not yet mentioned anything about COVID-19. They've just been advertising guests and, you know, here's the vendors you can purchase or vendor booths you can purchase. And I'm like, I, this is not the time to be advertising indoor public gatherings. And there are people saying they can work around. And I'm like, I, I, I don't think you can if you're really pushing for this to happen. But Exactly. And it makes you wonder, right? Like, why are they pushing? I mean, also, when they decided to open up the economy so quickly, you know, obviously, it wasn't for safety. It was for economic reasons. But you know, it's, it makes you, it, and it throws those conspiracies out there, like what, you know, because I've, I've read all kinds of conspiracy theories about too. COVID-19. I've read right. fake data, like data saying mm-hmm. that there's only one, there's only like one uh, infection rise and one case, maybe a week. This, this location has no cases. And I'm looking at that, like, you could just have to Google coronavirus uh, and it, gets you straight to the cdc and who's data and that that's like right. instant enough to tell you that this wherever you found this data is it's out, either it's outdated or it's just completely false and that's the thing is right, we exactly. have all these stories conflicting with each other and that's what's getting people to, to make the assumption that it that it is safe out there or at least it can be exactly and you also have, like, you know, public figures, stars and people you see, you know, influential people, people that have influence out here. They're not wearing masks. They're partying like it's normal. So it gives the impression that it's okay. You know, COVID-19 is not a thing, but it really is a thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't mean to keep talking about COVID, but I mean, it, you being a nurse, <laughs> it is important. I, I want to make you smile, lady. You, you seem very kind and, and dealing with your stuff and I, I i just want this time where you, you kind of feel less stressed out about things and i the covid 19 is not helping but i mean you you are a nurse so uh, no i'm not stressed it's actually nice to talk about this with someone because i don't really um here in the here um in the state i am in virginia i don't really have a lot of people that converse with me about stuff like that so it's actually really nice okay. <laughs> to have someone to share the same views right yeah, I mean, at least there is a percent of people who are taking it seriously, hopefully. But, I mean, anyway, back to your modeling, the, the thing that you love doing still even today, which is yes. great. Well, I mean, what what even got you into just wanting to model online and talk about tutorials while cracking jokes and everything? Like, what's gotten you in that mood to even be, I, I wouldn't say a, I guess a YouTuber or a uh, Instagrammer, just at least a, a person on the internet talking about this thing that you're really into. Right, talking about whatever I want, because that's what I do. It's mostly makeup and fashion, but I, I talk about whatever I want. Um, I didn't start off um, Instagram modeling. I was just taking pictures. It's just something that I like to do. I like to show off my outfits. Um, I'm from California, born yeah. and raised, uh, never moved until now. And um, when I did move, I moved to Virginia uh, two years ago, actually, maybe two years, uh, I think this month. Um, I moved here and it was just a total culture shock, right? Just because um, in California, you know, we're all about, well, at least the, the girls and all of my friends, you know, we're about like, you know, hair extensions and makeup and, you know, just fun things. And here in Virginia, uh, where I live, it's a little bit simple. Um, it's more um, religious here. It's more like a slower culture here. Um, I actually almost got a ticket my first uh, two months here in Virginia. I actually almost got a ticket um from wearing a thong bikini on the beach 
because it's it's very conservative, yeah, and it's considered um, um like indecent exposure. So I, it was just yeah, it was really um, it's just been a culture shock for me. So I started my YouTube channel because I just couldn't meet people that had the same interest in me, like makeup and fashion and beauty and and YouTubing and things like that. So I started uh, my YouTube channel just to um, belong to a community because I just felt like I couldn't connect with anyone here. And so somehow it just turned into um, building my own little piece of community. Um, it's called Pretty Girl Gang TV. And I call um, you know all of my followers uh, my gang and we're just like Pretty Girl Gang. And um, we, I just kind of built a small community. Even though it's only a small community, I have I think currently 13 hundred followers or subscribers at this point on YouTube, but, um, it just started off as connecting with other people, not, um, necessarily where I live, but just all over the world that care about what I care about. So that's kind of how it started. And, um, with my Instagram, I just, I just like to take pictures. I liked to take pictures. I loved showing off my makeup and my outfits and then it, um, kind of caught attention with a few brands. Um, I've worked with Femlux and um, different brands as well. And um, they would just send me clothes and pay me to take pictures for um, their brands. So that's just kind of how it started out. And then I just fell in love so much with fashion because that's mainly what I love. And then I started my own business, which is Cali Mentality. I do have an um, online women's boutique. And I have been planning that for an entire year and then finally i launched it this year in may so yeah yeah i mean i guess uh my one of my friends uh, she actually owns her own uh boutique clothing store attire uh or not or what do you want to call it but uh <laughs> yeah. or she, it goes by galaxy gear <laughs> boutique or galaxy gear fashion galaxy gear on facebook and um, instagram and all that and she huh? sells clothing accessories or clothing that have uh, some uh, pop culture ties to it like you know if you're into any disney movie or any disney movie in fact she will have like leggings uh, scrunchies or, or wristbands or whatever uh, t-shirts things that you know relate to your interest into the the pop culture world so Mar marvel oh, wow. star wars dc harry potter all that if you're into any of that stuff then yeah she's been going along with that business and she has like over uh i think eight k or something like she does she doesn't have like a massive following but she has a following or a big enough following for her to make this her main job and she is still getting orders from people despite you know covid and everything uh, hopefully people who are staying indoors or you know being careful and everything uh and i see you have a uh nightmare before christmas uh, uh cup yes yeah which yes halloween halloween is my favorite favorite month i love halloween i'm into the like scary things so yeah Oh, you you two will be best friends because she's got lots of Nightmare Before Christmas types of uh, clothing on on uh, on her uh, or Galaxy Gear, and she loves that movie too. She even uh, cosplays as one of the characters 
of, of that movie when we go to conventions and everything. But uh, wow, what about Beetlejuice? Beetle yeah, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice is, is another one favorite. too. Beetlejuice is another one too. Yeah, she's she's okay. like a she's a, basically a cosplay model, and also she uh, sells. Uh, clothing just like you and she is also a mom just like you so i, I mean wow. e even if our main subject well i mean you know nightmare before christmas and horror movies they, they are they all fall they still fall in a category of stuff we i talk about on my main shows but i've just had these great friends who've done incredible things and it's just really cool that eventually things with these interviews they just circle back to stuff that my friends do so i end up getting those two connected, which I mean, that'd be cool. I mean, uh, that would be. Yeah, you should you should uh, reach out to. I mean, I'll I'll actually put Galaxy Gear in the description of this along with your stuff uh, when I upload this. Yes, uh, please so. do. That would be great. Yeah. My entire house is um, black and white striped and black and white polka dot because I'm just totally into Beetlejuice. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be nice. Yeah. So I mean, things really come or uh, connect in some way. I, I mean, you mentioned that there are things that are kind of missing that uh, from recently moving to Virginia. Is there any, or anything you do like about Virginia, or the place that you? Um, yeah. That I like, I do. Um, it's different. Uh, like I said, they have a few places where I hang out. Um, I like downtown Norfolk. Um, it reminds me of home. I love the beaches, anything that has a beach, because, you know, it reminds me of Cali. I'm a Cali girl. I love the beach. I love the sun. So mm -hmm. I love the beaches. Um, I also just like the simplicity sometimes of this place. It is growing on me. Um, just the simplicity and people aren't just so worried about, um, you know, the things that California people are like, they're very health conscious. It's all about like fried chicken and biscuits and things here. So it's, it's it's comforting comfort food and you know I, I've, I've met some pretty great people here i have yeah i mean it's, it's different but yeah. you know it's it's growing on me look the countryside is growing on me yeah I, I mean i guess i've loved the city side more it's just that uh, I mean, a lot of my friends are down the city side here in Texas. So, like, out here in, in Melissa, I'm not really close to anyone. Which, I mean, now is not really even the, the time to be doing any of that. But before, I would have right. to travel at least a half hour or maybe an hour to go to somewhere where I just feel very happy at. Because uh, I, I think the things that I'm really into, they're, they're in the city side and not out here where... And just pretty much there's cows and there's a bunch of old people and they were uh, <laughs> over here. Not really. That's the, pretty much <laughs> pretty much here too. <laughs> and I'll, right. I'll say about our neighbors, I have not seen a single person wear a mask when they're going out and, and near each other. So, I'm again, I, <laughs> I don't feel that comfortable. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, you're in Texas. We're we're on. I think we're like number one on, or maybe if we're not number one cases, we're close to it. It's yeah. But, yeah, I think you're close. I think in California, California, Florida, and Georgia are okay. the top. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I mean, it's still good that at least you found something in Virginia, and yeah, hopefully things are better there regarding COVID, and and that you have those connections to make yourself feel happy there. I mean, you know, whatever, 
helps. But it's cool that you found this channel to be that place where you can just uh, talk to anybody about things that you enjoy. That's usually the motivation of people having these creative professions or creative channels uh, to talk about beauty and fashion. And the fact that you are also big enough on Instagram, and I'm sure you got a lot, some tools to kind of uh, make uh, or put some uh, little production even in like short videos on Instagram. Because I know when you get to a certain follower, follower page, they do give you some little perks, which, you know, it's probably helped your, you know, getting your YouTube channel uh, notice. And uh, I mean, I just really feel happy for you that you just got these people who love hopefully love you for your personality and your your work and not the not the pervy side of love because uh, as we you. mentioned before you can <laughs> you do have a, adult photos which i mean I, it, I mean hey you want to express yourself how you want i also have friends who are adult models but i love them for them being amazing friends of mine not because of those <laughs> but they are top on only fans because of those content that they make so uh oh, okay yeah okay uh, I, I mean i don't know yeah, if you even thought of only fans they're killing it with only fans and i've seen some people expose their checks and stuff like wow <laughs> they're killing it with the only fans making a lot of money yeah i mean i guess that's the thing to do when you don't have a job is, to, I mean, the, sure. the, the, the friends I have who make a lot of content on OnlyFans, some of them are also voice actresses and they, they, they have other things, but some are like, you know what, I, I just like to sexually express myself and even though OnlyFans right. is not exclusive to that, I mean, it's mostly popular to it. I actually tried putting on, I tried uh, getting on OnlyFans to share my key, my podcast content. <laughs> And OnlyFans would not even enable my account because apparently my dress is not real. Or I've had oh. some issues with that and Linktree. So, Did you want it just for your podcast? Yeah, 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 that's the thing. is I had no, a, a, I have no 18 plus reason to have an OnlyFans account. I was just like, hey, that's another place to put my stuff on. Right, you can do a Patreon though. Have you ever thought of Patreon? Yeah, hopefully Patreon accepts my address. That's it. Right. <laughs> that's, that's the thing is with some of these things I've been trying to put myself on, I've been getting issues that don't make any sense. Like in Linktree, I would just copy and paste my Facebook uh, uh, my Facebook page and they're like, no, that, that URL is not real. I'm like, what am I doing here? That is oh, wrong. Oh, wow. Did I'm, you try um, making it into a bit.ly? Like, you know how you can shorten it into a bit.ly? Maybe that's what I need to do. That's maybe right. that's something I haven't done. Maybe that will work, but just copy and pasting the address apparently does not work sometimes with some of these. <laughs> <laughs> Only fans not bothered. <laughs> <laughs> they're not bothered with your podcast case. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're like you need to undress yourself or or talk right. about. Uh, <laughs> Talk about uh, Let My Puppets Come or some of those uh, porn <laughs> movies, those adult movies that don't, or Meet the Feebles, whatever. But, right. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I, <laughs> like you're just, it's like PU, no. I know, there's like, there's like a little fly or something in my face. I'm like, what the heck, that's the thing about 
living in Virginia. So there's just so many bugs here, so many things. I've, I've encountered so many spiders, so many, like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's just a lot. Well, I mean, in, in uh, horror, I mean, spiders are a thing, but, I mean... Right. Yeah, although, although real spiders, I don't think they're really interested in the the horror uh or being part of the horror decoration they're just interested in either eating yeah. bugs or or i mean hopefully not the bad spider or the really bad spiders and those are the ones i i mean i i normally just steal clear spiders anyway but especially the the uh the, the what were the the, the the brown lacoose and the, the the real deadly ones and hopefully there's not those oh, okay. in virginia but uh that that i don't know i just I don't like any of them. They just want to come into my house. <laughs> I don't like any of them. Yeah, I'm very uh, careful of that too. Like I, I occasionally I've seen bees around my neighborhood, and I, especially hearing about those killer hornets, I'm very much wanting uh, oh, to keep my self distance with that. I've never God, even seen like... them. All right. Like a Jumanji board game, you know, we're getting the COVID, the, the Hornets. It's, just, it's 2020. Like, I'm just ready for 2021. 2020, I'm just sleeping, and 2021, I'm just gonna pop out. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, I I'm not sleeping through 2020 because I think even then, I mean, as I said, the good thing about you know, having a platform and, and doing it at home is that you can, you can still enjoy yourself doing all these things. And then when it's over, then find something to do at home. Maybe, uh, I, I also host these little, uh, online gatherings for, uh, you know, new and old connections of mine to just hang out, have fun, play Jackbox games or watch a movie, just a, a evening oh, wow. where you're not feeling in pain of the stuff that's happening out there. And that's why I think having right. the hosting those things are important. And I mean, you never know. I mean, you say that they're, you're bored and there's nothing to do. I mean, it's the time to just maybe even think about new things that you may not even think that you're not into and that you'll get into. I mean, there are there are people who take advantage of being at home at lot a lot to do All some right. things or at least to find some new interest or to learn something new. But I mean, do what helps you. Do self care is the number one most importance, and uh, you know, producing the content you do that's the most important thing about self-care is that you enjoy doing that and you know hopefully people enjoy you for i don't i don't know if you get any like pervy comments or anything uh so i <laughs> like what kind of comments uh uh pervert like people who are enjoying oh, your yeah. stuff for the wrong reasons <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> all the time even on youtube <laughs> If you go through my, um, I'll probably do a video about my spam filter on YouTube because I have all kinds of just <laughs> crazy comments on there. It's it's insane what total strangers will say to you, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there are three uh, Instagram messages I have, and all of them say "hello handsome," "hello sexy," and I've just not really responded <laughs> to them because I know they're spam. I know they're not real, and there are these official accounts that are trying to get you into doing this one thing. 
And then there were people who would just say nice things to me that I don't know, and then their council shut down the next week. So Right. <laughs> right. So those you got to be careful of, because I've had people create crazy Instagrams about me. There are some really? um, profiles out there. Uh-huh. There are some profiles out there that have my picture, like my face as their profile. There are like... Um, um, I recently just got an account shut down because there was an account claiming to be me and saying that I was selling my naked photos for like fifty dollars or something on that on that account. So it's it's like it's uh, I think because also you know um, the COVID and like you said the unemployment and things, people are trying to come up with different ways to like scam a lot of people. I've seen a lot of scams. Yeah. I've seen a lot of just yeah things pop out. So. Yeah, yeah, that that's been that happens to me all the time. People create whole Instagram accounts claiming that it's me, and you know, to join this group because I'm selling like my nudes or something crazy. Yeah, but have <laughs> you have you gotten people who maybe have uh, you know positively uh, get or any a positive reception of it? Well, I mean, you you are. I mean, no, no. Uh, uh, I mean. No, no opinions necessary. I think you are a beautiful lady, and I think this. Oh, thank uh, you. I mean, you probably get that a lot, I'm sure. But uh, besides that, like people look at your makeup, or especially women, they kind of go like, "Hey, you know what? I've been wanting to know about some makeup um, tutorials on how to look like this, or uh, you know, some things to wear." And have you had people like just benefit from your content in some way? Like, besides the pervy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, I, I don't do a lot of tutorials. I do mostly um, reviews of yeah. makeup because I'm like a makeup collector. I have an entire room of dedicated in my house just to makeup and beauty, like my beauty room. So I do collect makeup, and that's one of the things that I connected with um, my friends and people that I met in California, which is not very um, prevalent here in Virginia. So I do a lot of reviews, and a lot of people find it um, helpful, you know, because I, I do the same thing. Like, I'll go on YouTube, and if a new foundation has came out, and I'll go on YouTube, and I'll go, oh, you know, I wonder if this is good. I wonder if it meets my needs. I wonder if it's full coverage or whatever, and I will look at the other people's reviews. So I started reviewing it myself, you know, and, and people find that very helpful. So I do enjoy doing that. Yeah. I mean, whatever – whatever is kind of the motivation for you to keep doing this so just besides the fun of putting on makeup or reviewing makeup that you use and putting on uh fashion and just you know liking the just the the beauty scene because uh i mean there's i mean me being a guy I'm, i know that's like okay why are you in the beauty it's not really that i just enjoy just wonderful people just making themselves happy however and you know uh there are a lot of women who love to uh you know dress up and you know put on makeup and and just try different things in fashion it's not even like a stereotype or anything it's just like we we like to put on an appearance for ourselves and even though that may be different being stuck at home some of us are just not that motivated for that uh i mean there's still some of us who like to uh dress and like to you know put on i i mean put on uh polish our nails put on makeup or every anything 
And I'll even say when I go to festivals and cover movie festivals, I'd like to dress nice as well. And I think there is is something, uh, you know, enjoyable about, you know, making yourself look nice. And, uh, or just enjoying your appearance as it is. I mean, that's the thing is just uh, positivity of appearance in general. And I think that's, even though you just for fun like to put yourself as the bad guy i mean you're putting a lot of uh positivity and just you know self-appearance and everything and just um you know uh having fun in in just fashion and everything and i think that's really great i try Uh, to be i try to be and I, i hope it helps someone out there um even though you know like you said we're not going anywhere we're not doing anything i feel like just putting on makeup for me it makes me feel normal because i'm not going anywhere i'm not doing anything i literally go to work go to the grocery store when i need to and you know for the most part i'm at home but you know putting on makeup and just getting dressed up even if it's just to sit on my couch it just makes me feel normal <laughs> you know especially on a friday or a saturday night because in these times, you know, like you said, self-care is important. Mental health is important. And yeah. for me, just, you know, getting ready like I'm going to go somewhere, even if I'm just going to sit out on my deck and watch the sunset, it's just a, a normalcy for me because it seems like nothing is normal anymore. Nothing. No, I mean, at least not for now. I mean, I, I always don't want to lose sight of hope, especially when at some point there will be a vaccine. I mean, we've, we have... We, I mean, we get bad news a lot, and it's it's something we can't ignore, of course. But I mean, I don't think the world is going to end in this year. I do think that December thirty first, midnight comes, we wake up. There will be a January first, twenty twenty one. The va- uh, the virus may still be there, and it still it may still be dangerous. But at least it's a new year where we can enforce the changes that at least the ones who really care about all this have been you know pushing towards. And it's not just with COVID nineteen, but also you know racial injustice. I mean, you being a woman of color, I I don't know if you've had those problems where people looked at you wrong just for your skin color or you know any of that or your gender but i mean hopefully not i have um i actually never really experienced any type of racism or racial injustice until i moved to virginia california is a little bit um more diverse we have a lot of different cultures like i'm filipino and i'm black so it's um yeah and it's 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 a normal thing in california we have all kinds of cultures but here in virginia it's kind of um just very conservative and closed-minded. I've had patients um, just call me the N-word straight out. And just like, wow. <laughs> you know, so, oh yeah, I have, definitely. You know, I what I think is just very, I mean, w- regarding that, that is, to, I mean, especially when you're trying to help them, they, they should be very grateful for you right? instead of being a jerk. I mean, but regarding what you just mentioned, being black and Filipino, one, I mean, I've grown up in a multicultural uh, relationship with people who are Asian, people who are black and uh, even uh, Native American. And my be- one of my best friends is actually a Filipina. And, uh, I mean, she's not exactly, or she's kind of in between, uh, light and dark skin, but, uh, and she is also a gorgeous lady. I mean, uh, definitely that too. Like her, 
But she, I mean, even though she doesn't see herself as a model, I'd, I'd like, hey, you lady, you look great. You're just an amazing, wonderful friend of mine. And she has chronic illness, and that's a big, you know, motivation for me to just try to, I mean, I mean, to take this seriously, but also to, uh, or, or I mean, regarding injustice with racism, uh, I mean, I've had plenty of my friends deal with that so much. And then, not even just regarding a racist comments but also uh the the fact that they're having some inconveniences that we don't deal with and to me i think that is unacceptable i mean going back to my my bestie who is filipina it goes by scribe of tales on instagram and and facebook and all that but she tried to get some of her cousins over just to visit her and she's having to go through all these things just because they're out of country and i think there was even a time where or american Hispanics, uh, Latina, Latino, or whatever, they've actually had to go through some extra security because our president said that, you know, Mexicans are all th thugs and everything. Because I've, I've seen stories where just Latinos who've lived their lives here in the U.S., they've had to go through uh, some issues just because of how they look. And, you know, I, I, I don't... It's really bad that that's something you're dealing with uh, in Virginia. I mean, especially, I think you should be proud to be black and Filipino. I think that is an amazing combo. Uh, I mean, there's not a lot of Filipina creatives out there. You can go on social media and find there is actually a lack of representation in the, the Filipino community, or at least there's just very, right. so very few. And I think you just being a positive representation of both of those races. I think that's something, I mean, not, not always, I'm not saying that always to be, uh, to put yourself on a high uh, pedestal or everything, but I mean, the fact that you are of those, those races with a strong following, that's the, I mean, there are people of those skin colors who will look up to you in, the, in, in fashion modeling. Right. I think that's, even though that that's something to not kind of uh I mean, i'm sure you're you're grateful for the, the support you have i'm not saying you aren't but i mean there are people who can who need people like you just out there just doing the things you love and you know getting attention for it so i'm sure i'm sure you've gone some of that too uh i mean there's always gonna be the good and the bad but you know i'm i'm just very grateful that i discovered you and discovered that you have this success or at least getting to eventually where you could have make this be your day job and not have to be well i mean i'm sure you maybe still want to be a nurse but there is going to be a milestone that eventually you'll hit that amount of subscribers or followers to where you this you could get paid for being on instagram that is a job right you can yes Yes, definitely. I mean, that is that is something that I hope for. But even if I didn't, I love being a nurse. I love what yeah. I do. And, um, you know, I didn't start YouTube or Instagram thinking that I was going to be famous or, you know, some type of beauty guru of the world. It's just something that makes me happy. And I'm, and I'm happy to represent, you know, the black community, the Filipino community, and just women in general. I'm happy. Yeah, I mean, it, it, and then... Yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to go back to even the, the, the adult modeling, but I 
I actually kind of get why some of my friend, my uh, my uh, lady friends do adult photos and do those kind of nude photos. Is that uh, there is also the representation of body types because for the fashion industry, through uh, quite some time, it's always been restricted to hey, you gotta be. I've I've heard like I've listened to entire presentation a lady put up about uh fashion models and about you know beauty stars is that they have to have a certain like weight or a certain like uh size and be be thin have to have a certain type of shoes and you know whenever they do a modeling photo they always have to laugh or they have to be at a certain attitude or whatever and some of the some of my friends uh, who aren't as you know thin and I'm not I'm not saying this as an insult but I mean we we've had the support of plus size models and ones who don't uh, you know ones who aren't like um, super thin boned and everything and you know that's also a a scene of representation for uh, having having like some of that thick uh, in this to. Or, or, you know, I'm, I'm trying to find a way to even say this to be complimentary, not... <laughs> right, yeah. right, because, I mean, it, it's true for a long time, um, not even girls like me. I consider myself like a curvy girl. Um, I wouldn't say plus size, but I'm pretty curvy. A lot of curvy models never really got, um, you know, the representation because that's just not the standard. It's literally, like you said, you got to be like 5'10", super skinny, you know, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, so I kind of get why so many friends who aren't, aren't on, on that uh, description, they they like to do or do naked photos of themselves on OnlyFans because it's like, hey, you know what, this makes me happy and it lets me know I can be proud of my body. And even though I'm not a uh, perverted guy myself, I do see the... I do see why uh, model friends of mine who are uh, 18 plus type models, they find that mm-hmm. important. And, you know, I think it's good that they are getting notice. Uh, so, I mean, for regardless of what you put out there, there's always a good and bad side to it. So, uh, and I'm just really happy for you, lady. You're, I mean, I just, I'm really enjoying talking to you. You seem like a really wonderful lady. And I... I want to, I mean, I, I do these interviews also because I want to make new friends. I want to connect with new people who are doing wonderful things, and especially for the purpose of connecting them to people who I've known for years. And I mean, we just talking about Galaxy Gear because she does not have a lot of, at least enough uh, models of a different skin color. And she's actually been looking for that. So, I mean, oh. it's... In a way, I'm glad, even though she told me last time that she is backed up on order, so I don't know if it's something she can immediately jump on. But uh, I did have her connect with someone for, like, down the road when she's more open. But still, you know, this there is a positive way to unite people, and that's what I want to keep doing doing this. And, you know, just you're just a really sweet lady with all this. I mean, especially being a nurse, I mean, you are a hero. And I think that's something to never lose track of. Even if you consider yourself a villain, I don't think so. But <laughs> thank you, thank yeah. you very much. <laughs> I appreciate that. I do. Thank yeah. you for having me on the show. Of course. Uh, where do people follow you as far as your all your links? If you want to just go ahead and say that. Um, 
everything is at Janina Filipina. Um, I do have a Facebook page at Janina Filipina and Instagram at Janina Filipina. Um, I do have an online women's boutique and that's just Cali mentality, or you can do www.calimentality.com. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. I also have a Twitter too, um, where I, where I talk a lot of mess on Twitter. <laughs> Twitter is like <laughs> one of my favorites. Um, it's also good for networking. So Twitter also at JaninaFilipina.com. Well, I, maybe I would disagree with, I, I well, <laughs> regarding networking, uh, I don't know if Twitter is the best part for networking because as we mentioned earlier about cancel culture and mm -hmm. Twitter has been the worst as far as people fighting and tearing each other apart. I mean, especially that. And I'm, I'm like 100% against a can cancel culture myself. Unless if you've done really terrible things and you are not learning right. from them, that's a, an exception. But if you did some jokes or did some bad things years ago and you've learned from it, I don't want to hold that against you. Uh, and that that's where, and especially when there's allegations coming up against a person and it turns out that person didn't really do anything, but it was really the other person. Yeah, so I i don't know if Twitter is the best part because that's, that's a quick way for fights to happen. That's where Twitter for me, I mostly want to do that just to advertise stuff or to say some positive comment of someone who's following me and I'm following as well. But yeah, I mean, if you think you can handle Twitter, then go ahead. I'm just saying I've interviewed some people saying they're taking a break off of Twitter. So but just be I mean, careful. Twitter, Twitter can, Twitter can be very toxic. It can, but you, you got to have thick skin for Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, if you can handle it, then that's great. But anyway, you can, <laughs> you can uh, find us <laughs> upload on to, you know, I'm glad I'm making you laugh. Cause this is what I wanted to do. Putting you on is just put you in a good mood. So, oh my gosh. I'm Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's like trying to text me while we do this. So anyway, I know that that could be only fans. That's your chance. To get <laughs> Oh, Actually, it's the guy who does the music for my intro and outro, Darren, uh, Tech vs. Columbus. Go check out his music, but you know what? Maybe if he okay. has an only thing. <laughs> 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 hey, you know what? Not just girls can be adult models, so you never know. Exactly. Yeah. Come on, Chase. <laughs> he would not approve of that, though. But anyway. <laughs> anyway. Facebook.com slash Pondspress, Instagram Pondspress, Twitter at ChasePond64. This will be uploaded SoundCloud.com slash Pondspress. Also on PitchPodcast.com, courtesy of the lovely Merlin, who has been doing great things putting uh, podcasts on her website. So that's another way to find me out there. And also a weekly schedule will be on Pondspress.wordspress.com. Uh, uh, so, yep, that's all the... Uh, uh, Social, okay, I'm, my pronunciation is going uh, away, so I love you, lady, <laughs> right, and I, I want to, <laughs> I want to keep in touch with you, so I mean, I hope you have a wonderful day, and not be stressed out by things, and I'll talk to you another time. Thank you. All yeah. right, thanks. Thanks, see ya.